Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. Hump day. Here we are in the middle of the week. It happens every week, just about this time. March 22nd, yes, the year of our Lord, 2023. That is what the equipment tells me. All right, then. Then that is the date that this will drop, and uh, we hope that you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah, absolutely. I am in Psalm 82. Today, I'm going to read from the New American Standard Bible, 95 edition, a Psalm of Asaph. God takes his stand in his own congregation. He judges in the midst of the rulers. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Vindicate the weak and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods, and all of you are sons of the Most High. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like any one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for it is you who possess all the nations." I haven't had a chance to ask you about this one yet. You know, we were talking yesterday about some of the tricky things about the the psalm as far as who are the gods and mm-hmm. different uh, interpretive um, possibilities about that. Yeah. But I really appreciated the study and going to John 10 and saying, well, thankfully the Lord tells us what this one is about yeah. as, he, as he preaches about and teaches to the people. Yeah, but does. before we leave the psalm uh, and, and go on and look at other things, verse 5... Which we're not going to do for another three days, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're going to do it in like 30 seconds. But <laughs> verse five. in verse 5, they do not know, or the New King James said this way, and I, I apologize, I didn't pay close enough attention to the American Standard. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. So when I read about foundations being unstable, uh, you know, to me that, that sounds apocalyptic mm-hmm. right you mm-hmm. know that the idea of powers and things aren't aren't steadied are we talking about authorities here are we talking about some of these i guess spiritual beings and such i i'm kind of trying to figure out who in the world is in the darkness right now it is difficult to know what verse five to whom verse five is referring is it the people, the, the weak and needy, as it look, here's, right. yeah, here's, here's why are. you need to do this, because the weak and the needy, the, those, those who need justice are walking in darkness, the foundations are shaking for them, and so they need justice. That's a possibility. They need the light, they need the steadiness. Yes. The okay. other possibility is that the ones who are doing the judging, that's where they are. And okay. rather than walking in God's light, rather than hanging on to God's foundations and judging based upon God's foundations, this is how the one's judging. It's hard to say. I, I don't know which one it is, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that anyone has a good answer for that. But but whichever way you take it, if it's if it's the if it's the weak and needy, the ones in need of justice, we're giving the we're, we are given the reason why they need justice. Okay, because for them. They are surrounded in darkness, the The foundations are shaking, their world is coming to an end, and what they need is for people to bring justice on their behalf, mm-hmm. if it's talking about them. On the other hand, if it's talking about the folks who are doing the judging, it, it's showing that they have left God's justice, they okay. have left God's light, and they have gone into darkness, which of course is going to cause the foundations to shake for the weak and needy, for those who need justice, and it becomes kind of a cycle. But if it is those judges, then those wicked judges, then that's also more of kind of this indictment evidence why mm-hmm. they're getting judged, yes. why the nation's mm-hmm. going to fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, that's helpful to me. 
and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I wish I knew the exact answer on that one, but I think that's the the two ways. Well, I mean, uh, and I, and you make good cases for both. I I see that. I yeah. see that. Um, so we're looking at Psalm eighty two, and again, it's it's some of the kind of the interpretive questions this week, like that one we just went through there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you are gods. Yeah, so that took us to John 10 yesterday. Yes. I want to highlight something from John 10. And, and, and maybe we're going to spend more time in John 10 this week than in Psalm 82. But I just, I, Jesus makes specific comment about this psalm, and he says some pretty profound things that I think are very important for us. Psalm yeah. 82 says, God's the judge. Let's remember yes. that. God's the judge. And, and that this is, is what important. matters. And that's, that is important. That's the key to Psalm 82. But Jesus, as he looks back at Psalm 82, he makes this comment if, if, he said to them, you are gods. And then he makes this really interesting statement. And scripture cannot be broken. In John 10, verse 35. Yes, scripture cannot be broken. There's just a couple of things in there as we look back at the Psalms. Number one, what what does Jesus call this Psalm? He calls it scripture. It's scripture. It yeah. is holy writing. And of course, Paul is going to tell us about Scripture. What is Scripture? It yeah. came from the Holy Spirit through mm-hmm. men as they were moved by God. And so here is Jesus placing upon this psalm, and I think, of course, the psalms in general, and actually the Old Testament in general, this label of Scripture. He says, we go back to our holy writings. We go yeah. back to these things that came through the prophets, mm-hmm. beginning with Moses, on up to Malachi. And what we have is scripture and even the Psalms, these Psalms. And that's, that's pretty powerful because most of the Psalms themselves are people writing prayers. That's what Mm -hmm. makes the Psalms so amazing is that for most of the part, I get 81 and 82 are a little exception, but for most of the Psalms, it's men talking to God, not God talking to men. Mm -hmm. And what we find in these Psalms is scripture, Mm -hmm. God inspired prayers. Yeah. How powerful that is. Scripture. Very powerful. And so let's think about Scripture for a few moments. One of the observations that, that I want to make as is, is we kind of open this door is that as Jesus comes in preaching the gospel of the kingdom, he only says good things about the Scripture, mm. okay? That, uh, and I, I want to contrast him with maybe other religious leaders who've come along. And if you want to build a following, uh, you really have to take on the Bible, Try to root yourself in the story of the Bible. Or if your doctrine is contrary to what you read in the Bible, you have to explain that. And so a, a very common tactic of those who claim to be prophets but say things different than the Bible is to say, well, you cannot trust the Bible. Uh, there has been corruptions of the Bible. There are flaws in the Bible. There are some world religions that teach outright that Satan has put interpolations in the Bible, and mm-hmm. so it is untrustworthy. And you, you have to listen to our prophet to tell you what the the truth of it is. And I want to appreciate that Jesus has the highest view of Scripture. He says that it cannot be broken. He doesn't say that there's flaws in it or errors in it. He says that it's true and that it must be fulfilled, mm-hmm. that it is God's word. And so unlike so many other prophets who come along, and people can't appreciate my air quotes, there's no there's no video in here, <laughs> these prophets who've come along and say, uh, you can't trust the Bible, but trust me. Part of Jesus' teaching is, because you trust the Bible, trust me. Mm-hmm. I am the one that it's pointing to. Scripture cannot be broken. Scripture cannot be broken. Whatever it said is the way it is. I am, well, while you were talking, 
I thought of another passage where Jesus references the Psalms and his way of explaining them. I'm now in Matthew 22, verse 42. He says to the Pharisees, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. He said to them, how is it then that David in the spirit calls him Lord saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is he son? Notice he says that it is David doing it, but Mm -hmm. how did he do it? He did it in the spirit. In the spirit. This, This Psalm 110, yes, it's David writing, but he is the instrument of the Holy Spirit. Mm. There is scripture. Mm -hmm. That's what scripture is. God, through his Holy Spirit, through the instrumentation of men, bringing out his word, his will, his way. And as you said, and as Jesus said, that cannot be broken. And what Jesus does is, like you said, is he places himself inside of what scripture was looking forward to. Not against it, not opposed to it, not. But yeah, but here's what here's what Scripture was looking forward to. He says, "This is who I am." Let me share with you a, a Scripture that goes along with that. Yeah, as you as you it. have the Gospel of Luke coming to conclusion, and upon his resurrection, as Jesus is speaking to the apostles in Luke chapter twenty four and verse forty four, he said to them, "These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses." and the prophets, and the psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And what I appreciate there is, uh, here is the scripture, right? And it is the law, it is the prophets, it is the psalms, psalms, all there together. And these things are speaking of him, speaking of Christ. Again, it's not because you can't trust it. It's because it cannot be broken. And that is a solid proof and foundation that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. So let's think about that for a second, that, that it cannot be broken. So here's an interesting thing. You know what? We we out we outlined yesterday the fact that some people will look at Psalm 82 and think that it's talking about possibly the, the gods there, the divine council. Right. Are these angelic beings or are it's, it's talking about even false gods that God ultimately proves aren't actually there, but he's just speaking in the way people would think and believe. Mm-hmm. They, they all know that Jesus says this. Yeah. The, the folks who take those arguments, I mean, for me, Jesus said it, that just tells us what the psalm is about. So someone would say, well, how do those folks look at this passage and say that the the gods in Psalm 82 are something other than the Israelites, or at least the judges among the Israelites? And the reason is, the argument that's made, well, Jesus was, was referring to what was the common understanding of mm, Psalm 82, right, and he didn't yeah. try to correct them. He's... He's actually making an argument against them and and using their belief about it, except for what he says. And and, and I could buy that. I could buy that except for the statement, and scripture cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. Whatever scripture means, it means. It can't mean something else. You can't, what, whatever it means, you can't, it's not something other than what it means. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I don't understand how, if he is just trying to say, you know, well, I know, I know this is what you guys think it means, so I'm going to make an argument based on that. Right. You, the, you, you guys think Psalm 82 is talking about either the judges in Israel or the people of Israel. That's what you guys think it's talking about. So I'm going to make an argument based on that. I don't know how you could say the words, and scripture can't be broken, if the if, if this belief about the passage is not what it means. Yeah. This is, this is what it means. It says you, to, to Israel, or at least to the judges of Israel, you are, that's what I've said about you. You are gods. Now, that is a hard statement. 
Well, and it puts Jesus in a very poor light also, I believe, as the one who is the truth teller and even the truth to say, well, I mean, accommodatively he spoke the truth because when you take that view, basically he was perpetuating this misunderstanding, misunderstanding. confusion, yeah. misinterpretation, and error yeah. about religious things and, and playing into that. No, he doesn't. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. And so when he says... It says, to those to whom the word of God was given, I said, you are God's, and scripture can't be broken. This this statement is, look, this is what it means, and it can't be broken. It can't be changed. It can't be something other than what it says. Now, here's the thing. What I get from that is when I look at scripture, I am going to come across hard-to-understand passages. Like the one that he quotes to his detractors. Like this one in <laughs> Psalm 82. Psalm 82. I'm going to come across hard to understand passages that I may struggle to figure out. And I may be wrong in my understanding. Mm. My understanding may need to change. But whatever scripture means is the way it is. Yeah. It yes. cannot be broken. It cannot be changed. I cannot make it into something else. If I, if if what I am saying is not what the scripture means, I'm the one that is broken, mm-hmm. not the scripture. Mm-hmm. And what so often happens is people come to scriptures that are admittedly hard to understand and they say, well, the scriptures are broken. I, I should yeah. just be able to understand it easily. The scriptures are broken. No, the scriptures are not broken and they cannot be broken. What we need to do God gave us the scriptures he gave us. Instead of hunting for the scriptures I wanted him to give us, I need to take what he's given us, and I just need to keep reading and mm-hmm. studying and mm-hmm. studying and reading and learning and piecing it together, changing where I'm corrected, uh, going back if I realize, oh, you know, I changed, but I was right the first time. You know, I, th- it's a process, but whatever the scripture means is what it is, yeah. and that can't be broken. Amen. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today and hope that our conversation today has fortified your faith in the Word of God. It, it certainly built up mine. And uh, so thank you for that, Edwin. You can always send us a feedback, questions at the email text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father, that you have used instruments like David and other holy men and prophets to bring your word to us. And it is amazing work of yours, Father, as the Holy Spirit has worked through people to write down, to preserve, to transmit your word that we have it here today in our Bibles. We thank you for that. We pray, God, that we might give it the diligence and effort because we love you we want to set our hand to do good things and when we set our hand father to studying your word and discerning your truth we pray we would not grow tired give us the strength and wisdom for it in jesus name amen amen thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue in lutes florida this sunday for our bible classes and worship You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.